Welcome. You are listening to sermon audio from Day 3 Church in Granite Falls, North Carolina. We invite you to join us online or in person for one of our services. For more information about our church, please visit day3church.org. Day 3 Church, experience a new day in your life. Good morning. If you look around the room today, you probably notice several of these uh, shirts that look the same. Uh, the men are a little bit different than you ladies. If you go buy a new dress and you show up and somebody else is wearing the same dress, it's like, good night, they bought the same thing, wearing the same thing that, that I'm wearing. But uh, the, the guys don't mind that. It's like, hey, yeah, that's cool you're wearing the same thing that I'm wearing. Well, we didn't just do this. Uh, we planned it. Uh, because today's our uh, men's ministry emphasis. We did our women's ministry uh, uh, several weeks ago. We just finished up the long series on Jesus uh, last Sunday, on Easter Sunday. Uh, so today we're going to focus on our men's ministry. Let me say a couple things about that uh, before we actually jump into it. Brandy mentioned our special Easter offering we're receiving. Uh, you may not know this, but part of the Easter offering, because it goes to support home missions in North America... Part of it helps support the Baptist men when they go out and, and do work when there's a disaster. Uh, so you're, you're, as you give to this, you're helping support that type of work when it takes place. You're helping support church planning. You're helping support uh, evangelists in North America who, who share in the gospel. And, uh, and guys, I, I think we need to focus on all of it. It's, it's great to focus on foreign missions and send people overseas. But if we fail to reach people here, you know what's going to happen one day? We won't have anyone to send over there. So, you know, so please pray about this and give to it over the next few weeks. Our goal, as Brandy says, is $10,000, $7,000 will go to help support um, North American missions. And uh, $3,000 of that, if we reach our $10,000 goal, uh, will go toward church planning. And we have yet to decide exactly how we're going to use that. The, uh, the, the scripture that I shared with the kids this morning, I want to give you a different aspect of it too real quick before I ask Bill to come. It, you could read through the book of Judges and say something like this. Uh, you've heard it said before that everything rises and falls on leadership. And that was true, I think, in the, in the nation of Israel. If they had good godly leaders, then they uh, were doing well. If they did not, then they would struggle and uh, nosedive, you know, in their, in their relationship to the Lord. Uh, so I, I think it is true that we need good leaders in positions. Uh, and Bill didn't know I was going to say this, but uh, Bill agreed to help lead our men's ministry uh, probably a couple of years ago or so, maybe longer than that now, the way time flies on me. You heard the older you get, the faster time flies. I thought my mom was joking. She wasn't. But uh, anyway, I appreciate Bill taking over our, our, our men's ministry and leading in that, and it has made a huge difference in the amount of work that our men are doing. So, Bill, thank you for your leadership. If you would come and, and share. Good morning. We are, uh, we're really happy to be able to come and share with you this morning and to be a part of, of day three, uh, church. When Lynn and I started talking about the men's ministry, it was actually about three years ago. And then a couple years ago, we started getting some stuff in action and rolling again. And, uh, I'm truly blessed in the leadership role with the men that serve with me. And, and that's what it's about. The 
all of us are serving, serving God, serving our church, serving our community. Uh, our kind of our key scripture, and I want you to turn with me, Matthew 20. And you talk about old age, uh, when you decide you bifocals no longer work, so this is how you read. You take your glasses off. 27 and 28, chapter 20 of Matthew, and about halfway through 26, uh, you remember people, disciples, and people very close to Jesus had been arguing who's going to be who and the greatest, and let me sit on your this side and that side. And Je- Jesus plainly told them, uh, on the contrary, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Let's pray for a moment. Lord God, we love you. We thank you that you love us and that you died for us. God Almighty, you are so wonderful. Uh, We just thank you for another day. Lord, we ask for your strength and wisdom and deliverance as we strive to follow you in service. Just as the song, the last song we were uh, singing, nature cries out and obeys everything you tell them to do, God. Uh, We could take a lot of lessons from that. We praise you for this day, for this opportunity, for the people here today. God bless us in your word and in your way. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. While you're getting the video queued up, guys, I want um, all day three men that are here in this service, come on down front. It's either sit or sit here, wherever you want to. Come on. I'll call you out because I see you. I know you got your shirts on. Come on down. We need to go get this in the shirt, don't we? We forgot to lay, lay him up in the shirt. Okay. Uh, in a minute, I'm going I'm to ask several of these to share. Not right yet. But uh, these guys are special. Uh, and here in a little bit, I'm probably going to put some of them on the spot. <laughs> yes. Hey, that's okay, Dave. That's all right. <laughs> you, you see, you see how, we've been doing this shoulder tap thing of inviting people. See how it works? Dave just stays with us. Uh, we're going to show you a video uh, of several of our projects that we've been blessed to do. We've got a lot more going. We've got about six or seven on the front burner right now waiting for our next meeting. So, guys, go ahead and have it, grab your seat back. Go with the video, please.
That kind of gives you a thank you. Go ahead and bring up. There you go. Thank you. Uh, gives you an idea of what we get into. Uh, we love it. We have great uh, fellowship, but our bottom line is we are serving a wonderful God who has given us lots of talents, uh, some different talents, some different talents, but somewhere we all gel together. Uh, our greatest example is Jesus of serving. Uh, the scripture we read, he didn't come to be served, but to serve. And you saw in several of the videos uh, the chance that we have with the homeowners or the people that we're serving to spend time talking to them, and that's really a part of it. Uh, we have been challenged for the several last weeks, months, by Lynn, what the Lord's laid on him to speak about service. Um, if we are saved, it's not a choice, folks. Really, it's not. It's, it's a commandment. Uh, and when you follow that commandment, it becomes a joy. And some of our great examples, think of somebody in your life that has served you and, and, or been a great example of service. Uh, and think of that person and go, how could I emulate that, their life? Uh, and I want to tell you just a short blurb of one of my favorite servants. He's gone on to be with the Lord. And uh, I can still hear his voice in my head. He's probably in heaven going, hello, young lady, or hello, young man. But Harry Hartley, no rel- relation, I wish he had a been. Uh, he ran a, and I may have shared this, I know I have with the men. He ran a service station in Lexington, North Carolina, a full-service service station for 65 years. And even in his old age at 90s, when he still would come out, he would, he would hold on to, and he would get his way to your car. Full-service service station. Hello, young lady. What do you need today? $2 worth of gas. $3 worth of gas. Okay. Pop the hood. I got to check your oil. Still washing windshields. You walked into his service station in the office, and his office was two or three Bibles and two or three courtlies that he was studying for Sunday Sunday school lesson. My kids would come in with me, and he'd go, you know where to head to. Go to the ice cream cooler. You got everybody, everybody, every kid got ice cream at his station. You stopped at his house. He had an orchard. He had a huge garden. Out front, he sold his produce, which he gave more away than he sold. Constantly serving or looking for ways to encourage service. Uh, some of my favorite memories, and then we'll get the guys to uh, share. Sonny, you saw, we, we highlighted Sonny. Sonny died in January. But over a period of two years, we went from an obstinate, old, hateful, old cuss. Am I right, Nancy? To... Somebody who would look at us and go, please tell everybody at the church I love them. And please tell those men I love them. And I will never be able to repay you for all you've done. What can I do for you? Sonny was able to share his salvation experience with us. But did we get it because we barged on his property? No, you build relationships. He opened the door, barely. Right, Nancy? (laughs) From the first time we went there... To, I don't want to hear any preaching. I don't want to hear anything about God to sharing all kinds of stuff. But he saw what we were there for the right reason. When you look him in the square in the eyes and go, Sonny, we're not here to preach at you. We're here to love you. 
We're here to work at your house. Two years. Two years. And then even after we'd finished most of the work there, we still would go check on Sonny. We'd call Sonny. That's the relationships you build through service work. The lady in Southport, you saw uh, one of the houses we were working at, you saw a table and you go, well, look, those guys did a really good job. They set up their own breakfast table. No. <laughs> we were there working for this one lady after we finally got started working. Uh, and that's a whole other story of these huge hurricanes, that just the amount of work that's to be done and trying to, the logistics of it. But we were so blessed. You know, we're there to serve her. And we're working like crazy. And Lynn Crump drove his tractor down all the way from here to uh, Southport. And uh, we came back the second day. And we got up, We what, 8 o'clock we arrived to her house and she has this spread out. Coffee, not instant coffee, percolated coffee. And four or five boxes of, of uh, good stuff for you that we none of us needed, but we liked. So donuts. And here's her comment to us. But we would see her. We was working. We'd see her in a window. She'd be over at this side. She'd be watching us. She, we got relieved first day. She goes, you boys seem like you're having a good time. I said, we are. I said, we're just a bunch of goofballs. But we have a blast. And she said, well, it shows. But even in serving, she turned around on us and was trying to serve us. Uh, open the door to conversation. We have gospel presentations. We don't walk up with somebody and smack them in the face with the Bible. We work for them, and God opens the doors for the to conversations. When we were in the uh, Wilmington area, we had several that you just start talking to these people, and God opens the door. Uh, mission statement. Lynn's been challenging us, all us leaders, to be incorporating our mission statements within our projects. And we do that. Serving. Fellowship. Uh, my favorite memory so far is Will. Will's not here today, so I can pick on Will. Many times we'll ask Will, can you come help us do this and that? Well, I just don't know if I can help you all anymore. I'm getting sold. Oh, garbage, Will. Come on. Will teaches us so much. Am I right? Will is a mentor to me. Uh, I know he's to everybody else. Uh, plus, who else can I find that likes to get up at 3.30 in the morning and drink coffee? So. Will is a blessing and I'm going I'm to bring it back around here in just a minute. Friendship. We develop friendships as a men's uh, group, and we literally sharpen each other, as the Bible says, iron on iron. We're family. Uh, one, we're a family of God. And two, we're a family with each other. We, we kind of got each other's back. We have a blast. Guys, come on down here. All you day three men, come on back down here. Joey. You're already down here. Connor, Wayne, Carl, Ben, Alex. All right. I won't, I'm going to give them just a mic for just a moment if they want it. And if they don't, I may have a story on them. These guys are what makes it. Okay, one of my biggest challenges, and Davey and Joey have been helping me with this, is what do we call it? giving somebody else stuff to do and still thinking I've got to do it all. So they keep me focused on uh, not thinking I've got to do it all. Carl is the guy who will call me out of the clear blue and tell me something that God's laid on his heart. And I'm going, how did he know that I've been dealing with that? That's family. Uh, 
I'm going to just pass the microphone around. If they want to say something, they'll say. If not, they'll just pass it. It's just that simple. About what day three men mean to them. you go stand up. You're going to talk, turn around so everybody can see your beautiful face. And then I'll wrap this thing up here. Connor, you get started. Uh, so you guys probably saw me on the video a couple times hammering the doorway. <laughs> but um, so I've been coming for not as long as these men. But um, I would say the first time that I came, you know, there was a couple times where my dad invited me. I was like, maybe next time, you know. But then uh, one one Saturday, we went to go help Bill's neighbor build the ramp. And he said, Bill's cooking. I was like, where do I sign up? Uh, <laughs> uh, but ever since then, I've been going to everyone that I can because I just I love the fellowship aspect with these men. Um, every time we go and serve somewhere. They always make sure that we pray with the person afterwards. That's something that I think is very important because if you're going out there and serving, it's all for Jesus. And so if you don't make him the main aspect of what you're doing, then what's the point? You're just going out there to uh, serve other people, not with a joyful heart. And so um, I would encourage every teenager, I'm looking at you, Blake. Uh, to come out and serve with the men because I'm about the only uh, person under, what, 90 that's, that's in here? So, uh, <laughs> Don't look the other way from me. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to thank you men for allowing me to come serve with you. So. Well, I'm not 90. <laughs> um, I just want to let you know that I like being with the men's ministry. Um, it's been a blessing to me not only to be able to serve, but to be able to get to know men that are godly men that want to go out and help people like I do. And it's been a real blessing um, every time I've ever been anywhere with the men's ministry. I've been blessed more than I have then I have blessing somebody else. I mean, it's really been, it's changed my life. Uh, just to have my son with me is the biggest blessing. Being able to pass my knowledge, the things that we do to my son so that he can t- can continue to serve the Lord, not just other people, but to serve the Lord. Every time we go somewhere, we serve Him. And it's just been a real blessing. And as you saw, I like to cut trees a lot. I like, I like to use a chainsaw. And that's one of my biggest things. Is And that's the reason I got into it is because I like to cut trees. And they said, we got trees to cut. And I said, okay, let's go. So, uh, But it has been a real blessing. And I invite everybody and just like Bill said, you don't. You can be ninety, or you can be sixteen. We can use you in so many different ways. You don't have to come down there and run a chainsaw. You can come down there and just fellowship and talk to people, and be with us. Well, you're serving us whenever you come out and join us. And I just want to ask everybody if y'all will just uh, continue to pray for us that everything that we do. But also, you men, come and join us. We have a blast. We get to eat good. We get good fellowship. 
and we have a really good time. I grabbed the mic back because Wayne told me he doesn't speak in public. I, I appreciate that. But I get that means I get to speak for him. And I told him I would do that. Wayne is one of my unofficial advisors. Wayne, uh, I have a dear heart for, for Wayne, one, because he's a Vietnam veteran. Lots of times I'll look at Wayne, I'll go, welcome home. Wayne keeps me in line. And uh, we've got a new group that's formed of guys that are doing a fellowship uh, outings. I put Wayne in with them. I said, you need to balance them out. And I meant that. But Wayne sometimes said, well, I can't do this or that. I said, oh, yeah, you can. You just be there. Because I looked to him and go, Wayne, what do you think? And Wayne's kind of like Will. If they're speaking, you better be listening. And I mean that wholeheartedly. I know you One of the first songs that I learned when I first became a Christian was, uh, you will know that they know him by their love, by their love. And the character of our men that I've had the blessing to associate with in ministry like this is just the character of Christ. That's all I've got to say about that. Um, uh, just about what Joey said, you think you're going to go help people. And, uh, you know, you, when you're done, you look back, and really you're the one that got the blessing. Um, almost every time you get a bigger blessing than they do. I got to brag on Alex. Alex really got involved with us when big time when we went down the coast. And uh, by Sunday, we'd worked... We got there Friday night, worked all day Saturday till dark, and then worked pretty much all day Sunday. And by Sunday, about 2 o'clock, I know I was dragging. We pulled up at our last site, and Alex was walking around, but he wasn't, nobody stopping. And uh, I knew right then, I said, we got a worker. Said, that, that man can work. And uh, so we have that invitation to, you, to all you men. And Connor is my prime example of how I was raised up. I remember going to brotherhood meetings with my daddy, and that's how this got into my blood, of serving others. Yeah, you get together, you fellowship. We eat well. We're always going to do that. But that's part of the growing as Christians. And then we have some devotion. We have prayer time. We share prayer requests, concerns, and then we go do something. I told you, Mingo, over the next two meetings, we've got about eight projects ready to rock and roll with us right now. Uh, if you have projects within this body, let us know. It's that simple. There's been times people go, well, I just don't know if I need, I, just tell us what it is. If we can't do it, we'll tell you, won't we, Joey? We've not turned down but about two projects in two and a half years. And that's because we weren't licensed or bonded to be in a tree that would have killed all of us. But other than that, we'll usually try to get in that tree. That and Carl's trees. But, we want you, if you say, well, I don't have any skill, join the club, okay? I'm like Joe. I love chainsawing, but I also love to mix mud and, and screw in nails and labor for somebody what, side, what kind of board you want, and we do that. So it's a lot of physical stuff, but we also, there's times that Will will say, well, I can't do that lifting, 
But then in a minute, we'll be working. You'll hear Will with the homeowner over here talking to him. And he's sharing the gospel with him. Or he's talking to him about what God can do for him. And he's just over going, go, Will, go. You know, don't tell me God won't use you. The same man I referred to a little bit ago, Harry Hartley. The last time I saw him, Janet and I went to visit him about a year, six months before he died. And at that point in time, he would got real feeble. Didn't move a lot. But he'd, he'd look at you and grin and he'd go, God's got me here for some reason. Still going strong. Okay? I'm going to ask Ben to come up, and he'll be our last speaker, and then we'll close it out. But Ben is one of that group that we're calling the what, what, events team. Events team. We're trying to look for some outreach activities that might entice, bribe, encourage some other guys to come out and go, hey, I'll go fellowship. And then guess what? While you're fellowshipping, we're going to put the arm twist on you. Okay? All right, so he waited to, to the end, so you have to listen to me. Um, I was one of the ones that was a little bit more reluctant um, to join. Uh, Lynn had talked to me. Bill had come to me and everything. Um, so I was a little bit slower to come around and things like that. But Jeff Taylor is one of the ones that really, really pulled me in. And if you've seen the video, Jeff is usually the dirtiest one. Um, he's had more pain on him or more what, what, dirt or whatever all over him. But Jeff says it all the time in our meetings and things. He says, you know, as much as I love standing on stage and rocking a guitar, that's not where it's at. God put me on this earth to drag brush or to drive a nail or whatever the case may be. So, you know, that's, that's where he really finds it. Um, so... In part of our service, we decided that, you know, we got to have a little fun every once in a while. So what we're doing is the men's ministry is planning on June the 1st, a range day. And what that's going to consist of is we're going to meet at the Bojangles um, that morning out here at Walmart. Uh, we're going to go, we're going to eat breakfast there and then travel down uh, to Shelby to Foothills Shooting Complex. Uh, Tim McDonald and I went down a couple of weeks ago. Uh, checked it out, looked at it. There's eight different ranges down there. You can pretty much shoot any kind of firearm that you want to. Um, next week, we're going to have some some handouts and things that's going to have the details. Uh, but we're going to be down there about 9.30 in the morning, uh, start shooting. We'll shoot till we run out of ammo or they run us off, one of the two. Um, then uh, we're going we're gonna to come back. We're going to find a place to eat have some fellowship, a little Bible study, some uh, some talking there. Um, Tim and, and Jeff have got a lot uh, planned for for the, the luncheon and things like that. The cost of the range is $10, so you can't get much cheaper than that. There's a couple of other, you know, like range fees and things like that that go along with it. Uh, whenever Tim and I went down there, I think my bill for the day was $22. So, I mean, we had to buy our own ammo and, and things like that. There are some restrictions, uh, you know, with, with types of firearms that you can bring, but you can shoot uh, long rifles. They've got a 250-yard range. They've got a 50-yard range for ARs and M4s and things like that. They've got two different metal target ranges, a uh, 25-yard pistol range, and um, then they've got a skeet and trap range. Um, so, like I said, there are a couple other different costs and things like that. Um, but well, on the 25th of May, we're planning a meeting between services for those that are that are wanting to go, so we can kind of talk a little bit. Uh, we're gonna there's you got to go to the website, watch a video, a range safety video. It just saves us a little time. They do do the range the the safety video while you're down there, uh, but it'll save us just a little bit of time. 
So what we're wanting to do is just get as many people as we can, try to get a number on the 25th uh, that's going to go down so we can let the range guys know that we're coming down. And we're just looking forward to a great day of fun and fellowship. Thank you. That was one of the delegations that I finally learned was okay to do. Jeff kept just in my ear, we've got to do some fellowship stuff. And uh, so I talked to some others, you know, that's not a bad idea. So these guys have jumped in and took, took this. So I'm just saying, hey, great job, okay? Come on and join us. Our next meeting, or our, always we meet second Saturday in every month. Dan usually prepares us breakfast. Uh, we start out here, and then we go. We meet at 8. Uh, I can't convince him to meet at 6 o'clock, but that's okay. So, Anyway, we would love to have you. Um, you'll get a blessing, trust me. Uh, I just can't sum it up any better. But So come on and join us. Uh, we appreciate your support. I say that uh, wholeheartedly because you do support us through our budget that we have now in the line item. And I try to manage that just as well as I possibly can and use for the proper reasons. I would be remiss if I would not thank the ladies who have come out on several of our outings and joined in with us. Uh, and in double remiss if I didn't highlight Caitlin a little bit because she comes with Connor and helps us on occasion too. That's cool because she knows how to work hard too. Okay. Uh, thank you all. We love you and we appreciate you. Turn it back over to you. Guys, our, uh, our worship team is going to come to the stage, and we're going to do an invitation. You may be thinking to yourself, well, what kind of invitation do you do today? Well, it can be uh, varied, I guess. Uh, one is just to show up and do some work, you know, to do uh, uh, work with other men here through our, our church. Um, I, I know there's all kinds of organizations out there uh, that men can go be a part of, civic clubs and everything like that. I, I don't have anything against those things, but here's the deal with that. If you're doing it through a church, guess who ultimately gets the glory for it? Jesus. You know, because that's, that's where we're pointing to. So I encourage you to come out on that second Saturday that Bill was talking about. You come out and be with us and, and, uh, and, and eat and whatever you can do. I mean, if you can't do anything, but maybe bring us some water while we're working or talk to somebody while we're working. That's still part of ministry that we'll do with people. So that's one thing that maybe you need to listen for in this invitation that God may put upon your heart and your mind uh, for you to come and start participating. Uh, it's just that one Saturday a month, sometimes we'll get into bigger projects and have special projects we have to do during the week, but uh, we can use everyone helping. Uh, I'm, I'm blessed by getting the chance to help uh, serve with these men because of the fellowship part that we're talking about. But I want you to listen, listen closely to this because this can very well be part of the invitation for you. Anytime I've ever read in the Bible, and, and I've tried to focus on, on the marriage relationship, every time, no matter what it says to the ladies about being submissive or anything else, every time, the greater responsibility is always placed on the man. Now, I, you'll have to ask God why. I can't tell you that. But, you know, a lady being told to be submissive, but a man is told to love his wife like Christ loved the church. 
that's a much bigger command. And you've heard me talk before about how those things balance out, I think. So guys, the reason I bring that up before we get into this invitation time is, is this. You need to be the spiritual leader in your home. And by that, I'm not saying you just sit back and you try and say how all the money's used and you sit back and bark out orders from an armchair or recliner. That's not what I'm saying. You need to be the spiritual leader in your home. God expects that of you if you know Christ as your Savior. And if you're not doing that and you're not willing to try and do that, shame on you. Because that's what God expects. So, so maybe during this invitation time, maybe if that's you, you need to sit where you are and pray or stand where you are and pray or come kneel and pray and say, God, God, help me to be the, the man you want me to be. Help me to be the leader in the home you want me to be. God, God use me as the man you've made me to be. And especially if you don't know Christ as your Savior, that's your first step in becoming that person that God wants you to be. Without Jesus in your heart, can't do it. That's the first step. So if you don't know Christ as your Savior, if you have questions about that, please come see us. You would stand. Father, we thank you for the work that's been accomplished through our men's ministry, through our women's ministry, in your name. Father, I pray you speak to us right now as men to be the leaders we need to be in the church, in our homes, in our nation. Father, I pray if there's anyone here this morning that does not know Christ as Savior, that you'd draw them to yourself, that you'd help them to be honest and admit that they cannot save themselves, agree with you fully about their sin, and trust completely and totally in the finished work of Jesus. Plus nothing, minus nothing. It's only Jesus on the cross that pays for our sin. It's only faith in Jesus on the cross that redeems us from our sin. The Father, if there's anyone that doesn't know him today, we pray you draw them to yourself. But Father, speak to us as men. Help us to answer the call to be the men that you want us to be. Of course, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this sermon audio production from Day 3 Church. We pray that it has ministered to you. For more information about our location, service times, or other sermon podcasts, please visit us online at day3church.org. Day 3 Church, experience a new day in your life.